Hi, welcome to Keeping It Real with Stylish Patina. My name is Kelly Millspaw Thompson, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm a business owner, a wife, and a mom of four kids, six and under. My life's a bit crazy, and I like to keep it real when folks ask, how do I juggle it all? I own a multifaceted business called Stylish Patina based in Northern Virginia. We focus on all things home related. I'm a realtor, renovator, designer, shopkeeper, furniture painter, and DIY maven. I have a master's in business and worked for over 15 years in corporate America prior to jumping into entrepreneurship. I have now been an entrepreneur for going on 10 years. I can hardly believe it, but more on my story later. So what are we going to talk about here on Keeping It Real? Well, pretty much everything. Business strategy, marketing, juggling family and work, hacks to starting a business, pivoting a business, surviving the pandemic, basically anything you're interested in hearing about, I want to talk about. Let me know if you have anyone you'd like to hear me interview. I'd love to add them to the show. Okay, well, let's get on with the show. Okay, so today on the podcast, we have got my best friend, Yvette Freeman, who owns multiple businesses. Um, she owns Foundry out in Luckett's, and she'll tell you all about that. And then she also owns a design and development firm called D3, based out of DC as well. So Yvette and I met, um, how long has it been? 10 years? Gosh, I guess 11 maybe, years? I think about 11 or 12 years now. We were I both mean, newly married a couple years. And we were both leaving our corporate jobs to venture out, right, into, like, the crazy world of retail design and, and God knows what else. And God knows what and else. And God, God knows what else. So, um, yeah, Yvette and I met, I guess, so we are agreeing, around 11 years ago, I think it was, before I had any kids, and we were both married. And so I want her to kind of share with us a little bit about her story because she and I are very similar as far as when we started our business and the reasons we got into it. And then there's a whole evolution of kind of what's happened over the last 11 years that we've known each other, which will be funny to talk about um, today as well. So why don't you tell everyone a little bit about your two businesses that you're currently running? I can do that. I think. <laughs> I'm thinking also, about 11 you, years. I'm still stuck on the 11 years. I know, years totally, 11 years. But when you're talking about the D3 too, you also need to also give them the back history of what you did before, right? Because you've got kind of a long story. So why don't you just kind of like, what, however you want to approach it, you just go for it. I just don't even know how much time we have. I know that's a lot. I know. Just like, you know, tell them your backstory, a little bit about your backstory. So I grew up in a tiny little town in Virginia and wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. I just knew I couldn't live in my tiny little town for much longer. <laughs> a cool, fun place to grow up, but really, you know, your cousin is the principal and your <laughs> other cousin is the sheriff and everyone knows everybody. And so when it came time for me to go away to school, I did and, you know, just kind of muddled along studying business trying to figure it out, did a couple semesters overseas in London and fell in love with architecture and design. And I think that's really where it started for me. Ah, there we go. And also because you love the Union Jack. So that I also do. plays into that too. Gotcha. Now I, I do. That. I love it so much. It's crazy. People ask me all the time if we're British and I have to explain the story about dog cats. <laughs> 
so I did. I was in London and I was loving it. And I also realized about myself that I am a community person. Like I like the feel of a community. Right. And not necessarily the small town, but definitely the community feel of, you know, knowing everyone that lives in your neighborhood and right. everyone kind of pulling together resource wise to accomplish things. Right. Whether it's, you know, planting your flower boxes or putting up holiday decorations. I liked all of it. Mm-hmm. So then uh, at the end of my undergraduate, I decided that furniture and design and interiors and development, somehow or another, all of those things went together. Right. <laughs> wasn't but quite I wasn't sure, really sure Right. Yep. Not quite sure how. <laughs> no idea how. And I also had massive amounts of student loans. So <laughs> all creative fun things were not paying the bills. So I went to work for an incubator. Um, and at the time, incubators were very new. Right. You know, they yeah. were companies that were finding capital through venture capitalists and other means to get together to incubate technology companies. So in our world now, like a TikTok or, right, exactly. you know, the reels of Instagram, totally. you know, or any number of, you know, like the Airbnb situation right. or Uber. And I went to work for an incubator. I liked it. I didn't know anything about technology. In fact, you know, because you had to send me this. I love it. Twice. I'm like, do uh, you still know? Oh, oh, yes, you do. Okay. Well, that's okay. We can work through So that. not good. Like, I think my <laughs> iPhone is like six generations ago, but she's still working. So it's okay. Totally fine. But again, what I liked about the incubator business is that I got to know people and I got to understand something different. And it also worked in my brain for the development side. I was on location uh, as we would acquire small companies. I was kind of the slice and dice person, which is a horrible thing, but yeah. go in and separate the business. Then went to business school so I could at least have a seat at the table. Right. Because as a female with no technology background, right, exactly. from dog patch. Yes. Right. You mm -hmm. don't get a seat at the table. Doesn't matter how smart you are. Nope. Still don't get a seat at the table. Mm -mm. And I needed a seat at the table. I wasn't yeah. really sure what I was going to do with it once I got it. Totally. But I wanted it. Of course. So back into school, more debt. Really liked it. Realized what I liked about business and what I didn't like about it. And again, the deal, the putting together right. of all the pieces, you know, was something that was thrilling to me. And part of how I kind of paid my way through college and business school and my power bill and first car payment and all of those things was painting and refinishing furniture. Right. That I knew. You and I. I mean, we are kindred spirits. How did we not meet until I only know, 11 right? years ago? Seriously. I'm anyway, pretty sure we were separated at birth. I really think we were. Yep. It's just totally bizarre. Uh, you okay. just stayed in a couple of years after me. I did. I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I pushed anyway. out early and kind of figured it out. And then you came along and made all the things <laughs> good. So that's how. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay, sorry. I didn't mean to distract. So, right. So, you're doing that on the side. Yeah. Enjoying it. Also paying some bills. Loving it. It was good. And then I realized I got to figure this out because right. corporate America is great. And it was really good for me. And I learned a lot. But I needed to do something that was also going to make me feel good and have passion and not make me, honestly, sick to my stomach the closer right. I got to my office building. Totally. And I was also, you know, turning a big something zero. And <laughs> so I thought, okay, I can do this. My brother was living in DC. I was living right. in Baltimore and development was starting to take off where people were converting buildings, apartment buildings into condos. 
Right. And he and I were out drinking margaritas one night, which is something we did on Tuesdays regularly. <laughs> I love it. Uh-huh. Cheap and tasty. Yes. Right. And we wrote on the back of the napkin, hey, we could do this. We could buy a building. We could, you know, hobble together our resources. We could figure this out. And so that's what we did. Because you have been doing deals like that for like other companies for years. Right. Yes. So like your mind already knew how to work that way. You were just trying to find what it was that you could do the deal on. You know, I knew how to <laughs> right. do it now in the business world, but right. I didn't know how to do it for myself. Right. So we kind of figured it out. Our first project, we did not make any money. It was a four unit condo building. And the second one, we made a little bit of money. We did absolutely everything wrong, by the way. Right. But like, that's how you learn, right? I mean, because you didn't have anyone like mentoring you. Like you guys were just like, we think we can make this work. Mm-hmm. Like, let's give it a go. Right. And that's what's the worst so case scenario? Man. I've already, you know, totally. worked a full-time gig and bartended and painted exactly. furniture on the side. Go and, back. You know, you can hustle. Right. So. I can hustle it, right? <laughs> I can hustle it, worst case scenario. Yeah. Right. So that's what yeah, we did. I got a dog to take, to, to take care of, but beside the dog, we're good. We're good. Right. I can feed him and me and we'll just keep yeah. plowing through it. It won't be pretty, but right. we, you know, we but. can do it. So by about building number three, we were making money and had paid back all the debt service and figured it out and gotten some good partners along the way and started a construction company. And fast forward, that's 20 plus years ago, Wow, many hundreds of houses, condos, (laughs) whatever. So what's your like favorite thing to do on that side? So like, I know you do like a variety of types of projects, right? Like, is there one that you like love to do the most? Like, do you like to do the ones I might know the answer, but do you like to do the ones that you like totally gut out and build on and all that stuff? Or do you like to do the ones where you'd like to take a house and then you divide it up? Like, is there a certain style or a, a deal you like to do the best? Or it's just the most profitable is probably the answer because I know you well. You but. do. You know me really well. I love the ugly ones. Like, yeah, I know. Because you see it and not everyone else sees it. Yeah. And I get excited yeah. about it. And I kind of, I think what I've realized too as I've gotten older is that I fall in love with each one of them. Yeah. You right. know, I don't have kids other than your four beautiful kids. Right. Yeah. Um, and my beautiful stepdaughter. But right. the houses have become those things for me. Like I fall in love yeah. with them. Each little piece becomes really special so probably the single family yeah more than anything else but you're right that's surprising so i wouldn't have thought that i learned something new yeah but at the end of the day the one that makes the money is the one i like the best let's be honest we do like money we do i mean it does make the world go round um okay so then tell us a little bit about the interior so everything you do like on the development side i mean Like when you strip those babies down, like you have your own vision. So you're not doing like vanilla box, like that everyone's going to love. Like what I love about what you do on the the development side and the design side is that yours are always a little bit different. Like they always have a touch of you in them. So tell me about that. Like, do you, did you do that intentionally from the beginning or you just were like, I don't know, like how'd your mind come to that? Truthfully, I always, especially in the beginning, thought about it. Okay. If this doesn't sell, I'm going to have to live in it because I can't carry my own mortgage and a mortgage for this property. Again, student loan debt and trying to figure it out, put my big girl job and all the things we learned in business school not to do. I did every single one of them. Right. Wrong, wrong, (laughs) wrong. So I always thought, okay, if I have to live here, I need this house to 
you know, have outlets everywhere or, you know, have a really tricked out bathroom or really super nice kitchen, whatever it was. So in the beginning it was, I'm designing this space for somewhere I could live if I can't afford this mortgage on my own. And, you know, and then as we went forward and things have gotten, you know, obviously we've gotten the system down and we're fast forward 20 plus years later, I'm still doing it that way because I think that every home, whether it's a condo or a single family or a big, beautiful home that you build yourself from the ground up should have a space in it or be the space for you that is home and it should be unique. And even if it's cookie cutter, you shouldn't have the same hardware on your doors as I did in the house previously. You shouldn't have the same colors on your walls that I used in the house previously. Like it should still be a custom home for you yeah, Yeah. and be unique. So I still try really hard to make it unique for everybody. Even if it's a condo building of 10 condos that are all exactly the same, I do try to do something different in every one. Yeah. Cause I know, I mean, for you, like to me, like sometimes even if I'm like scrolling through Instagram, like we do, right. Like I can spot your style, like from a mile away. So, I mean, and I mean, not even just on the development side, like you also have, so like, I'm going to segue into this conversation on the design side. You also have a really amazing, unique look. And I mean, so I've known you like 11 years now and it has evolved. I would say it's gotten stronger over the last five years, maybe. What do you think? I mean, don't you feel like your, your style has gotten, or you've like expressed it more strongly over the last five or six years than you did previously? Absolutely. And like now it's like a definitive look, like I like adore it. I can like spot it from like a mile away. So like what has like talked up to me about like the evolution of that over the last like 11 years? Well, you're also the only other person on the planet <laughs> that knows me as well as I know myself. <laughs> so, you know, that's why you can so take it out. maybe it's an unfair question. I don't know. Maybe it's an unfair question. But you know me better than anybody, which is a gift. And I think too, like, in all honesty, that's part of how I'm able to like create sort of in this vacuum of my head because you're right. the person I bounce it off of. Yes. Well, same for me. I mean, this is why we say like we are sisters. The second that we met, we knew like it was a done deal. And now like I have a sister for life. And it is true. Like we, I think that like that is the thing with us is that like I have never met anyone else in my life that thinks the same way I do, that gets me, that like doesn't think that my crazy stuff is crazy, it makes sense to you. Yeah. And vice versa. A hundred percent. Like you're my person in every single aspect. And that too makes a difference. Like you're going to tell me the truth, even if I hate it. Right. And it's okay (laughs) because you're coming from a place you do love and understand me. And so when it's completely off the wall, you're like, hey, sunshine, you might want to rein that in. (laughs) It's the right <laughs> advice coming from the one person on the planet that I truly trust. So right. I give the evolution credit. It's in my head, but the confidence comes from the fact that I do have you and I can bounce yeah. literally all of my wackiness Love that. off on you. And it does matter. Girl, right back you know, at people you. say, oh, well, you know, I kind of honed my this or that because I learned more. I did, but I'm learning next to my best friend who's learning and right. It's also a super safe, very loving space. So right. I can paint the walls black and you'll be like, okay. I love it, I, girl. You know, I love when you like call or you're texting. You're like, so is this crazy? Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> Which is maybe why, again, like, so that's such a good like thought process, right? Because 
until we met, right? Like we did not have the other person that would in some ways also like push us to keep expressing ourselves, right? No. Like, so yeah. that is maybe like a big part of it. Cause right now we have, we've had for the past 10, 11 or whatever, however many years, someone that like, like you said, it wasn't just us in our head going like, should I do this? Should I not do this? Is this crazy? People are going to think this is crazy, but now we can like call on each other and be like, so what do you think? And usually the other person is like, oh, that's awesome. Like we need to do that. Yes. You should totally be doing that. And so it has allowed for us to like push through where we wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah. I mean, I, I a hundred percent. And I think too, so like, interesting. you know, people, who know us, watch us, our husbands primarily. Right. Oh my you know, gosh. Right. Mike will say it all the time. He's like, thank God for Kelly because right. you know, you get in your head and she's the one person who can either, you know, fan your flame to get you right. doing it more or calm the flame because you've completely unraveled. He was like, I would right. never dream of saying the stuff to you that she says, which right. is so true. And it has helped yeah. me not only as a person, but in business developed because I do have you and yeah. it makes a huge difference. I love you, girl. I, love you too. I feel the same way. I mean, yeah. Okay, so now fast forward to design work. So you also do that. Now tell me about that. Do you enjoy the design side of things as far as for other people or not as much? I love the work. Um, right, exactly. What I don't love, and you're right, um, I don't share their names. And not really because right. they don't want me to. It's more, I really think your home is yours, whoever you are. Yep. And you want to share it. I think that's your story to tell. Yeah. But if you never want to tell it, I'm certainly not going to tell it. So right. it's good for me because I get to be about the work and not about right. that side of it. I don't. Exactly. You know how I am. I don't like to be photographed. I know. We hate the photos. We hate all, we that. all that. But the design part it. of it is fun. So when I have clients that are like, here are the keys, do my right. living room, dining room, kitchen, bedroom, whatever. That's really fun. Yeah. When the people are like, hey, can you make my house look like page 45 of El Decor? Yeah, not so much. I'm not your girl. Right. Get on the Pinterest and right. hammer that out. And you make that happen. It. Roll your mouse over or whatever. And those little things pop up. I, or like, I don't know what that is. is. Right. So exactly. You could like shop that picture. Shop like, that you're picture. Good. Thank you. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I don't know. Right. right. Yeah. You totally. don't need me for that. But if yeah. you need like, again, you need someone to help you sort of tell your story. Right. I can do that. And I like yeah. that part of it. I like the hunt. I know. So pre-kids, we did a lot of hunting. Oh my so, God, so much I fun. mean, we, <laughs> I know it is sad. It is a bit sad because I don't have the availability to do it as much. We used to hunt for furniture all over. We're up at the crack of dawn before the like sun had risen to like dog patches and God knows what else. We do love the hunt. We I do. mean, the hunt is so much fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it does like, I hear what you're saying as far as like telling the story and, um, you're so good at that. I love that. I love Thank that you. aspect. So, so now you have a new story to tell because you've opened a new store. So tell us about the store. The building next to the old Luckett store in Leesburg came available and was offered to me to put a foundry store in. And I had not had a full brick and mortar store in a number of years. DC real estate is brutally expensive, as we all know. And yes. in order for the foundry store to sort of exist really it needs to be in a place where I don't have to make the prices so high that furniture becomes painful. You can have a really beautiful space. You just don't have to spend a fortune. I mean, you can spend a fortune right. if you want, but you don't have but why? to. And right. That was kind of one of the things that we always talked about, right? Like we wanted we to did. help people do that. 
without it being a fortune. Yeah. So it's like you want that amazing space that tells your story with unique, one of a kind items, you know, or mixing old and new and all that stuff. But yeah, like it didn't have to be like at the price of like, you know, like selling your first child. You right. Know, so exactly. And Which is what it's getting to. So the DC store, as rents went up, uh, you know, it didn't make sense anymore. And when this opportunity came up next door to the old Luckett store, I, of course. Which, like, what, one step back. So you've been in Luckett's, though, for a while now. Oh, yeah. Because you've had your own space in Luckett's for years at this point. Yeah, for years, which has been great. Which was amazing. Yeah. When it happened, I immediately called you, of course. <laughs> and I'm like, of it's course. the middle of COVID. And at that time, the world was still really shut down. Like, you could only go out to go to the grocery store or for emergencies only. Like, we were truly right. on lockdown. So I thought at the first moment I had like completely unraveled yet again and I called you and you know, you're running around doing 10 million things with all the kids and you're like, absolutely not. Why are we even talking about this? You have to do this again in yes. the middle of the COVID shutdown. But you have to do this right. because come on, <laughs> why not? I, but you're like, but the COVID and the dog. Right. No. You know, and you the money to build out a store because right, and the money is so much done to it. And uh, again, we're so in the good. middle of a totally. pandemic. Right. And totally. nobody can and like, go anywhere. And yeah, nobody can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And like, let's be honest, like development was like slowing down for you because I mean, it was COVID. Right. And you were like, oh my gosh. And I was like, I don't care. You need to do it. Craziness. So here again, <laughs> here we, go. we jump without a net because that's we what do. we do best. And the store opened in July. Yeah. In the middle of the pandemic. It's amazing. In the middle of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks to you once again. While I loved the first two Foundry stores a lot, I loved them both for very different reasons. Yep. This is probably the closest representation to a true Foundry store passion, the way it looked in my head all of those years ago. I would agree. I totally agree with that. Yeah. I would agree. And do you think it's because it's a freestanding building? Maybe. Um, or, you know, I think back I don't to know. what you said earlier about the confidence thing, right? Like, yeah, I finally... the evolution of your style is really like totally like, it's just oozing out of that building. Yeah. Not that the other two weren't amazing because they were, I mean, so amazing, but, but I think I was yeah. still really, I mean, obviously first foundry, we'll call our foundry like version one. Right. <laughs> I was so terrified that I'd spend all this money and people weren't going to shop or it would be too expensive or to this or to that or not this or not that. Right. And then Foundry Store version two was really great. But, you know, here again, some of those same challenges. And I put it in a carriage house in the middle of an alleyway. And I was like, oh, no, maybe people don't understand it. <laughs> all the things. And so this time it was kind of like all the good and all the bad and all right. the years in between and more confidence and, you know, kind of a what the hell, why not? It's COVID. And here we right. go. Because it is, I do feel like, I think that's like a really great point, right? It's like when you like pull up, I mean, it just like speaks, like you know exactly what it is. Like I'm sure when people come to see you, like they found you on Instagram or wherever, like they do not like hesitate. They know exactly which store is yours. I mean, it's, yeah. It's, so have you been enjoying it? Is it like, you know, I mean, I, I know, like I know the backstory, like, I know the back end, but outside of just like the pains of running retail and like I will be honest like you and I will probably have another 
heartfelt conversation on this um, podcast, just about in general, what it's like to run retail, because I think that that is something that a lot of people don't talk about. Um, but we'll save that conversation for another day. But how has it been kind of being back in retail and kind of opening your, I don't know, your story up to the world again? Yeah, it's, it's been great. I really, I love, like you said, there's a backstory to the retail thing that people, I think people fall in love with the romance yes. of a retail oh, store. Gosh. They do. Right. They and walk is, in and they're like, oh my God, this oh is so my amazing. Gosh. Your job must be so amazing. And so all of amazing. these things are true. It's so pretty. Right. And, oh, it's so pretty. And it must be so much fun. And they are not the ones like you texting me the photo of the delivery of the 1,001 boxes in the freaking rain. Right. And you're like, yep, I'm doing this today. Mm -hmm. This is me today. And I'm, yeah. Or me this past this week, one of my girls called me, my boyfriend's got COVID. I can't work for two weeks because I have to quarantine. I mean, this is reality. Right. Like, and that, it is not, you know, it is not glorious. Like you said, that's a different podcast, but that's all another story. Really real. Yes. Yes. Another keeping yeah. it real podcast. Right. Yes. I'm keeping it real. A PS love the keeping it real, by the way. Do you but, like it? Oh my gosh. I, I think that's a part of how you and I live. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's like, again, like the sisterhood bond that we have. And I do like, I think we're both fans of like, it's what it is, man. Right. Life is, there's so much out there on social media and so forth where people are just like, everything is so pretty and it's so beautiful. And some days, just like retail, it is beautiful and it is pretty and all that. But often days, it's just, you know, you just got to like be realistic because otherwise I think people that when they have the hard day, right, they go like, why isn't my life like everyone else's life, you know? And I just, I don't want that. Like people are always like, why don't you do this? Why don't you tell people about that? It's like, because I'm not, like life is not perfect. Mm -mm. Like life is, is what it is. Yeah. But anyway, like seriously, I'm lucky to brush my kids hair every day. Like I'm just going to be honest about that. Please. Like brush Especially your, in yeah. the pandemic. Let's just be honest about that. Yeah. No, I mean, a big day for me is if I wear hard pants, translation jeans. Oh, yes. Okay. Great. <laughs> oh, girl, I hear you on that. And not the leggings that I've worn three days in a row. Yes, with three days in a row because they smell fine. I haven't gone anywhere. Not a problem. Not a problem oh, at fine. all. I am to the point now with my kids that I just tell them, because this is what I do, right? Like, if it's not dirty, you don't need to put it in dirty clothes every day. Because we don't need to be washing that stuff every day. Like, if it's not that dirty. You just fold that thing up and put it back in your drawer. I mean. It's like using a fresh towel every day. Do what? You don't need a fresh <laughs> towel every day. Seriously. That is ridiculous. That is for people that have way too much time on their hands. Which is not, not me or you. So. No. Anyway. I'm sorry. I got, got us off on that tangent. So No, I love door, that. I pull up to it. The building is painted yeah. black. And the Union Jack is on the door. And the motorcycle yep. is parked out front. And I'm like, yeah. I'm no longer me. fearful. Of the mm -hmm. reception. Yeah. I'm finally like comfortable enough in my own skin to be like, here it is. I hope you enjoy it. And it's okay either way. Yeah. And if you don't, who cares? Yeah. Peace out. Peace out. Have a good day. Yeah. No harm, no foul. Yeah. That's awesome. So I'm loving it. I'm really loving all of it. I'm loving the fact that I am staying really true to the brand and mm -hmm. myself at the same time. Yeah. Right. And, you know, again. All of the things about retail we'll talk about in another podcast. Yes, but totally. Otherwise, I absolutely love her a lot. I love her a lot. Too. So now tell people why she's named Foundry. So my dad worked in a foundry uh, when I was a kid. And love it. so the store is a bit of a nod to him. He worked in mm -hmm. 
a pattern shop, a foundry pattern shop for um, aircraft carriers and submarines making parts. Very cool. And foundry was the name over the building where his office was. And Hmm. so the store is named foundry as a nod of respect to him. And also the play on the word, right? Like found and over again and (laughs) repurposing and all of those things. So it just made sense. Tell people where you live now because you've moved out of the city, although you will have another home in the city to kind of commute to, I know, with, with Mike. But tell everyone about where you guys moved to recently and the amazing property that you're on. We left the city. Well, let me back up. We had been looking for a place to sort of get out of town from for a number of years. And you and I, again, always on the internet looking at property <laughs> and, times. you know, having some oh, great big scheme because we always. do. Mm-hmm, we do. I was down the rabbit hole and ended up on this website called Circa Homes. I have Love no that. idea to this day how I got there, but that's where I was. <sighs> Love it. And this house popped up out past Frederick, Maryland. It was built in 1769 for a colonel, his wife, he was a Revolutionary War colonel, built the property for his wife as a wedding gift. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, the property has a lot of history. Like, you know, I probably should read some of that. But So I drove out to look at it thinking it probably doesn't look anything like the pictures or it probably doesn't right. look anything similar, but maybe at one time it did. And I pulled up to it and it was more breathtaking in person than it was online. So it is gorgeous. I mean, ugh, so gorgeous. Thank you. And I sent you 20 million pictures and you fell in love with it. We fell in love with it. And then it was kind of a done deal. And we started renovating. And here again, COVID hit. And so I had tons of time to spend in the house. We moved out of the city because of COVID. And I had free labor here because no one could go anywhere. Right. They were like, (laughs) stop, right? So, you know, painting and wallpapering and stripping floors Love and it. doing all the things. And now this is home. Share some snippets of it at some point because it is amazing. It is. You have designed every single last inch of it. And it is gorgeous and breathtaking and just like a one of a kind um, home that I've. I mean, it should literally be in like El Decor. Like, honestly, you need to just let Architectural Digest do that thing for you. Like, I don't know who it is that's going to do it, but someone needs to do it. You're very sweet. And I love you for it. I'm actually sitting right now in the attic room that you remember was just disgusting that Mm -hmm. I renovated for the kids. So I'm sitting in their room right now. I love Mm -hmm. it. Uh, So anything else you want to share with me or with our listeners today? Wow. I don't know. This has been pretty fun. It's so funny, right? It's been fun. We'll do more. It'll probably end up just being like you and me. Yeah. I love it. We'll just like chat it up. It's great. We'll just chat it up. There's no subject off limits with us. I mean, you know, you think about no. some of our car conversations. We go all over the place. We really do. We really do. We'll have like a whole, that could be like a whole nother like version of the podcast, right? It's like uncensored with event. Oh, like, that's amazing. That would be hilarious. Oh my I gosh. love it. That would be too but much. But I do totally oh love this whole podcast format and I think it's going to be great. Thank you, girl. I hope so. I think it'll be fun. If nothing else, it's an easy way to kind of share stories and 
just catch up with people and just be honest about what's going on in life. Right. I mean, like, as you and I talk like all the time, it's like, sometimes you just got to share the nitty gritty, man. Like it is what it is. Right. Yep, you really We're do. We're all just trying to get on by. I'm going to try to figure it out it. along the way. Yeah, and they hear it. And especially for you, like, you know, the four kids and the business and running yeah. your house and you have someone who's thinking, Oh my gosh, I can't get up every day. And they like click on your podcast and they're like, wait, here's this woman who's super real, who's raising her four beautiful kids and running a business and two, several businesses, not even one. And, oh, gosh, you know, girl. making it happen and being real. Like I barely brushed my kid's hair today. And so that's true. the inspiration. And I think it's great. Oh, and sweet. The more you share, I think the better, because today we need something good. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today with me. And I will talk to you soon. Sounds great. Thanks, my sunshine. Okay. Thanks for joining me today on Keeping It Real with Stylish Patina. We will be releasing new episodes each week on Wednesdays, so be sure to subscribe. I apologize if the audio isn't always 100% right now. We're doing the best we can given the pandemic. If you are enjoying the chats, please take a minute to give us a star rating or write a review. This helps others find us in the great big world of podcasts. So if you want to come find me during the week, I'm usually over on Instagram at Stylish Patina.